Father, I pray that we, we would be found broken before you today in continual need of your grace and mercy rather than be woke in the flames and hell of this world and the world to come. Thank you for your great salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's begin with our reading in the book of Psalms in chapter 63. We're going to be going from 63 to 64, but we're going to start off with verse 8. My soul followeth hard after thee, thy right hand upholdeth me. And this is exactly what my prayer and hope is for today, that our soul would followeth hard after God. I also would like to begin today's message with the book of Luke, chapter 19 and verse 9. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house for so much as he is also a son of Abraham. Now the key word here is for so much because it is this key word that's going to determine whether you go broke or woke which is the title of today's episode number 64, Go Broke or Woke. Now, for so much, the Greek, kathoti, if I'm saying that correctly, according to Strong's, is from kata and has and tis, according to which certain thing as far or in as much as according for as much as because. So it's because for so much, Salvation came to the house of Zacchaeus. He became a son of Abraham, regardless of his Jewish lineage. According to the fact, the thing that Jesus brought salvation to Zacchaeus, he became a son of Abraham, regardless of his Jewish lineage. It's here that we clearly see the difference between the seed of Abraham and the faith seed of Abraham that which is physical and that which is spiritual, that which is considered to be a son and that which is considered not to be a son. The same that we see in the book of John chapter 8 where Jesus negates the sonship of those who claimed Abraham to be their father. In John eight thirty nine, they answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, if you were Abraham's Children, you would do the works of Abraham. And it's here that we see if you were Abraham's children. Now, once you are spiritually born again, you will never spiritually die again. We see this in a reading even today in Luke chapter 20 and verse 36. Neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Speaking of John chapter 8, I came across the following tweet yesterday from a Lucas Gage who says, who lies more? Or maybe this was the other day and because this was under his Thursday thoughts. And I simply replied to Lucas to read John chapter 8 for the answer. And I will encourage you to do the same. Now, the initial tweet from Lucas became a hot trail and then led to another tweet of his where he was talking about a certain supposed truth. 
He says, here's the truth. And he goes on and he says, the currency of the universe is force. If you want to make change in this reality, you must literally use physical force, even when playing with the blank Legos. So here he is referring us to physical force. Now, if you want to go woke, you will put all of your cards on this physical force. But I'm here to tell you, go broke. Go spiritual. Put all your eggs in the basket of Jesus Christ. And that is why I simply replied to Lucas that Jesus is the truth. Then then Lucas replied, he says, sounds like circular reasoning to me. What is truth? What is the truth? Jesus is the truth. Why is he the truth? Because Jesus said he is. He said it explains nothing. And then concludes his tweet with the truth is what actually is. It is the actual state of reality or existence. And I replied, well, Lucas, more than Jesus, proclaim Jesus to be the truth, including me. In 1 John 4, 6, we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us, and he that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So what is truth? And I had uh, posted a video that answers this question that you can uh, find on gospel.com or my Substack page, andrewhorville.substack.com. But the truth we know is validated. And I told this to Lucas by the resurrection, who many of the same people who said, let his blood be upon us and our children witness this resurrection. And then they believed. They believed so much they pioneered the New Testament churches and then were even martyred for this same truth. And yes, this truth is not easy at all. All I know is this, is that if you find yourself today in the spotlight of American Christianity, I would be concerned as we read verses 46 through 47 of Luke chapter 20. Beware of the scribes which desire to walk in long robes and love greetings in the markets and the highest seats in the synagogues and the chief rooms at feast, which devour widows' houses and for a show make long prayers. The same shall receive greater damnation because as far as this preaching goes, people will either repent or they will run like hell. Even so, by the grace and mercy of God that we opened our prayer with today, salvation came to the saints of old despite their unbelief and hate. Salvation came to Zacchaeus despite his profession as a hated tax collector as he he collected taxes for the Romans. And he too became a true child of Abraham by faith. When the Lord said, this day is salvation come to this house. Now you may ask with some others, what authority do you speak by? Do you want to know what authority I speak by? I told you, Jesus Christ in Luke 22 and spake unto them saying, tell us by what authority dost thou doest these things or who is he that gave this authority? This is the same authority that creates the search party that I am a member of. The same authority that finds the chosen in Christ. And this is the, leads us to the fact that God finds us and we do not find him. And this is also reinforced in verse 10. 
For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. Now will Lucas be among the found? I do not know. All I know is that the Lord will find all of his people with or without us. And the question is, do you want to be a member within this search party that is led by Christ or not? Listen, my friend, I do not save you. You do not save you. Only God saves us. Verses 26 through 27. And they that heard it said, who then can be saved? And he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. And it's here that we find that salvation is all of the Lord. I repeat, all of the Lord. Yet God calls all of his people to labor in the fields of salvation. So I will be looking for more of the Lucases in this world with the hope and prayer that they too will be found by Christ our Lord. Now, as I read through some more of Lucas's tweets, I did not find a case for Christ being made. I did not find a case for the spiritual being made. And this is naturally so due to his current state as a skeptic, due to his current state of being dependent upon this physical world. However, what about the Christian? Why are those who call themselves Christians focused on everything but Christ and then they wonder why our country is going to hell? Now, if Jesus truly is the way, the truth, and the life, it seems that any other way or solution would be found to be futile, correct? So then why is the bulk of our time spent on politics and cultural affairs that defy Christ? Should not the bulk of our time consist of doing the work of Christ Instead of underestimating our enemies, Gab AI at Read Gab News tweeted, Our enemies are not bright, cunning, or tough. They are theater kids and midwit dorks. Pure feminine energy all around like a house of cards they will easily fall over under the slightest bit of resistance and pressure. Victory is inevitable. (laughs) He says, pure feminine energy in one sentence and then, And the next tweet says, AI is a mirror reflection of the people who program it within a set of boundaries. It's a machine learning system that is specifically built and optimized to recognize patterns and then use logic to come to conclusions about those patterns. It should be of no surprise to you. Now, do we really need more of the mirror reflection of people or do we need to start seeing the reflection of Jesus Christ? Now, Christian, I think you and I know the answer to this question. I saw a video that was trending on Gab where there was a group of men placing literature on cars in a public garage. When the police began to collect the literature, the men began to curse at the police vehemently while demanding that their rights be adhered to. They then concluded with white power and Heil Hitler. Now, these men were correct in their right to distribute literature under our free speech laws, but spiritually speaking, I do not believe they had to write to dehumanize uh, these police officers nor conclude their rant with white power and Heil Hitler. Because I'm here to tell you today, Heil Jesus Christ, and he is the only one who's going to get my Heil. Therefore, I responded to this video with another video entitled, Love of Christ Conquers the Antichrist 
spirit on all sides. Because I resist the synagogue of Satan and Antichrist spirit by the power, the authority, and the name of Jesus Christ. This doesn't mean that I don't love those who have fallen to demonic devices. Transgenderism included, which happened to be trending on Twitter the last couple days. Because I know that the love of Christ conquers the Antichrist spirit on all sides. Even the spirit that will make a stand for their civil and constitutional rights, but not done in the spirit and the love of Jesus Christ. Now it does seem to get rather quiet when Jesus speaks. In verse 39 through 40, Then certain of the scribes answering said, Master, thou hast well said, and after that they durst not ask him any questions at all. Because very few like their sin to be stepped on. In verse 19, And the chief priests and the scribes the same hour sought to lay hands on him, and they feared the people, for they perceived that he had spoken this parable against them. And if what I have to say today speaks against you, so be it. Either repent or remain in silence. So yes, this transgenderism was trending on Twitter for the last couple of days now. And all I know is, is if you're arguing for the eradication of transgenderism, you better start arguing for the eradication of all sexual deviance to include your gay porn. Yes, it's all gay then fornication, then adultery, on and on and on. Yes, transgenderism is demonic. However, in the age of porn that ranks in the top 10 of American internet traffic, not to mention fornication and adultery, I will say this, you are a hypocrite. You can justify this if you want, demon child. But we must not allow our hearts to be enticed by any of the sexual debauchery that's rampant in this country today. Job said in chapter 31 and verse 27, And my heart hath been secretly enticed, but my mouth hath kissed my hand. We must not allow our hearts to be secretly enticed by these things. I saw another tweet that was deleted by the black magic hedonist. And in this tweet, he advocated violence against those who posed transgenderism. And I replied directly to this Twitter user before he had blocked me and then deleted the tweet. And I told him this. I said, I will respect you as a human being who needs Jesus Christ. I will not respect your call for violence, just as I would not respect calls for violence against you that are not according to the law. Like I said, that I was blocked. All I know is this, my friends. The percentage of transgenderism is so low in America that it clearly has become propaganda to make believe the predominance of America's porn, fornication, and adultery habit is righteous. It's all unrighteous. Snarky warrior replied on Gab, rightfully so, and said, it's all evil. So as for this moral lecturing from the Republicans, all I know is that the Republicans' repugnance are near to the last to be lecturing us on morality. And yes, they walk hand in hand with the Democrats, also known as the Democrats. If you allow the gates of hell 
to include porn to be open. Do not be surprised when all of the sexual demons take over and they have taken over this country. The sexual demons have taken over this country. And Jesus said in Matthew 15, 7 through 8, you hypocrites. Well did Isaiah prophesy of you saying this people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. We need to learn to hate sin as much as sin is loved while hating Christ. The eradication of sexual deviance begins and end with, ends with Jesus Christ, period. And we need to learn from the teaching of even Job, who said in Job 31.1, I made a covenant with my eyes. Why then should I think upon a maid? You think you're righteous when you commit adultery in your heart. Jesus made this clear. And we must surrender to Jesus Christ knowing that he will fight for us, that he alone can deliver us from evil and not lead us into this sort of temptation. Exodus 14, 14, the Lord shall fight for you. You shall hold your peace. The Lord will fight for us. And it's when the Lord fights for us that we find sacred sexuality, which is found upon the marriage bed of one man and one woman for life unless death departs. And it's upon this bed alone that true love grows and it matures over time. Fools never find this type of love that endures to the end. No wonder why they do not find the salvation that endures to the end by faith, for they do not the love of God, the same love that inspires the love in the marriage between one man and one woman that is ordained by God. Now, for those of us who want our sins stepped on, we congregate. We congregate as the church. We congregate around this truth and look for others to do the same. Last, the other night, my wife and I, we had the opportunity to drop a meal off to a family that I had met for the first time, where the woman of the house is received, was, was, was recovering from a corrective surgery that, that was discovered, uh, that discovered a cancerous tum tumor as well. Now, I didn't bust out the Bible and preach to them during our very short visit, but I did ask to pray with them. They gave them an invitation to tune into this podcast. And then my wife hugged the woman and woman and let her know that she is loved. And I ask that you continue to pray for this family. We all know that disease is not easy. And it does not always understand its God-ordained purpose in our lives. But God has a purpose. God has a plan. Job understood this in, ver in verses 18 and 19 of Job 30. By the great force of my disease is my garment changed. He knew that God had a purpose for his disease. It bindeth me about as the collar of my coat. He hath cast me into the mire, and I am become like dust and ashes. And it's here that we find that we will either become broke or woke. Choose wisely, my friends. Choose wisely where we find that our faith endures. As we keep searching for those who will have this same faith, diseased or not. For our faith knows our end state. 
Verse 23, Job 30, For I know that that will bring me to death into the house appointed for all the living. And if you are among the living, you are among the Israel of God. Verses 37 through 38 of Luke 20, Now that the dead are raised, even Moses showed at the bush when he calleth the Lord God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. For he is not the God of the dead, but of the, the, but of the living. For all live unto him. And if you have been broken by this world and surrendered to Christ, you live unto Christ. You are dead unto this world. If you are a member of the search party of Christ, you will love and you will weep. This search party does not come without tears. And it's okay to weep over this nation called America. Verse 31, Luke 19, And when he was come near, he beheld the city and he wept over it. He wept over the city. Jesus did. You can say what you will. But as I preach through the Bible, I'm convinced the God of the Bible, which is my God, is not uh, not going to allow America to to exist as we know it. If we continue down this path of no repentance that we are spiritually on, which is a path straight to hell. Now, I do believe with all of my heart, that America is near its fate. In verse 43 and 44, Luke 19, For the days shall come upon thee, and thy enemies shall cast a trench around about thee, encompass thee about, and keep thee on every side, and shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children with thee, and they shall not leave in one stone upon another, because thou knowest not the time of thy visitation. For so much, my friends, for so much, For so much as we have forgotten the Lord's visitation. And then we wonder why such things are tweeted by a Twitter user by the name of Uni. Who said, and we wonder why we're going to be judged. Only 4% of American adults now have a biblical worldview. And this is according to an article from Faithwire. Entitled, Researcher Warns Biblical Theism is Much Closer to Extinction in America. Unveiling Stunning Stats. Now, are these stats really all that stunning, my Christian friend? We know that destruction came after the first visitation. We know that destruction came after the second visitation. And the final destruction will come after the third visitation. So I'm here to tell you, my friend, go broke or go woke. Luke 20, 18, whosoever shall fall upon that stone shall be broken, but on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. You say, well, what are the signs of this pending destruction and powder? I'll tell you one of them, commercial religion, better known as commercial Christianity Christianity in America today. Luke 19, 45 through 46, And when he went into the temple, he began to cast them that sold therein and them that bought, saying unto them, It is written, My house is the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. It's within these commercial movements that are led by counterfeit sons and religious profiteers who seek to destroy that which is holy for personal gain. They do not love, and and they do not seek the Lord. Notice that I said with the Lord and not for the Lord because if it was left up to us to find all of his sheep, they would not all be found. Luke 19, 47, and he taught daily in the temple, but the chief priests and the scribes and the chief of the people sought to destroy him. 
They seek to destroy us as they attempt to lure our hearts, as they spit in the face of our Savior today. Job 38 through 10, they were, they were children of fools. Yea, children of base men, they were viler than the earth. And now I am their song, yea, I am their byword. They abhor me, they flee far from me, and they spare not to spit in my face. The spit includes a society that has accepted violence and abuse towards children. The same society that is on the verge of receiving violence from Almighty God. Unless we repent from all of this wickedness. Chuck on Gab replied, it says, I read an article that Canada is trying to legalize child euthanasia. It says, I'm speechless at how horrible this is. God have mercy. God have mercy. God have mercy. Nevertheless, my friends, despite all of this spit, the true sons of Abraham are very attentive to hear him. What the Lord has to teach us. In Luke 19, 47, and he taught daily in the temple, but the chief priests and the scribes and the chief of the people sought to destroy him. Even so, my friends, we must be very attentive to self-reflection and repentance as we read Job in chapter 31, verse 2 through 6. For what portion of God is there from above and what inheritance of the Almighty from on high? Is not destruction to the wicked and to strange punishment to the workers of iniquity? Doth not he see my ways and count all my steps? He does, my friends. He sees every time you scroll upon porn willingly. If I have walked with vanity or if my foot hath hasted to deceit, let me be weighed in an even balance, for God may know my integrity. For so much, my friends, for so much, they have, they have been given eyes to see and ears to hear. These are the children of God for so much. And it's here that we find that God continually lights our path. Exodus 13, 22, He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. God will continually guard us from the lure of even the left and the right. Exodus 14, 29. But the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Therefore, I will close with the psalmist in Psalm 64, verses 1 through 10. Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer. Preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows. Even bitter words. That they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of laying sneers privily. They say, who shall see them? They search out iniquities they accomplish a diligent search both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep but God shall shoot at them with an arrow suddenly shall they be wounded so that they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves all that see them shall flee away and all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God 
For they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. Go broke or go woke, my friends. Choose wisely. I pray that this episode of Gospeled was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.